Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. the Lord be with you. And with your Welcome to our morning celebration of Mass here at St. Bride's Church in Cambus Lang, which is the funeral Mass for the repose of the soul of Owen Flanagan. A very warm welcome to yourself, Maureen, his wife, uh, to Mary and Pamela and Dorothea, his daughters. Um, to his son-in-laws Paul and Colin and Stephen and welcome to his grandchildren Sophie, Kai, Josh, Josh and Jenna 
And welcome to Sister Margaret and Brother Bernard, spouses Jim and Annette, and all the family who are here with us. As you know, many others would have liked to have been here with you today, but are unable to be here because of the restrictions. We send to you their good wishes and assurance of their prayers and their sincere condolences. Many will be listening later on to the audio recording of the Mass that will be available later on in the day, and so we welcome them to this Mass as well. Many people also have expressed uh, their sadness uh, on hearing of the death of Owen, for he was a man that was, as you know, well known here in the town and very well liked. He was a kindly man, a good man, a man without any sides. Everyone has a good word to say about him. He was loved by the family, and I know that you will miss him greatly in the months and years to come. We are here today in this church, which is a, play, a place of prayer and faith and hope. And in this place, we look to the horizons, we look to that which is beyond through the love and the mercy of God, to where all our roads lead and where the journey ends, the love and mercy of God, to that place which the gospel of today's Mass describes as being like a home in which there are many rooms, rooms of plenty, a wide and spacious place for all, and it speaks of the mercy of God for us all. Owen himself was a man who had great faith in his life, a faith that was lived and believed, a light that was kept burning brightly from the beginning to the end of his life. May God grant him eternal rest and peace. To begin the Mass and to offer the Mass more worthily, we first call to mind our sins. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore, I ask Blessed Mary, ever Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. O God, Almighty Father, our faith professes that your Son died and rose again. Mercifully grant that through this mystery, your servant Owen, who has fallen asleep in Christ, may rejoice to rise again through him, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. Amen. Please be seated. A reading from the first letter of St. John. Dear friends, let us love one another, since love comes from God. And everyone who loves is begotten by God and knows God. Anyone who fails to love can never have known God, because God is love. God's love for us was revealed when God sent into the world his only Son, so that we might have life through him. This is the love I mean. Not our love for God, 
but God's love for us when he sent his son to be the sacrifice that takes our sins away. Dear friends, since God has loved us so much, we too should love one another. No one has ever seen God, but as long as we love one another, God will live in us and his love will be complete in us. The word of the Lord. Dash 
reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Be ambitious for the higher gifts, and I am going to show you a way that is better than any of them. If I have all the eloquence of men or of angels, but speak without love, I am simply a gong booming or a cymbal clashing. If I have all the gifts of prophecy, understanding all the mysteries there are, and knowing everything, And if I have faith in all its fullness to move mountains, but I'm without love, then I am nothing at all. If I give away all that I possess, piece by piece, and if I even let them take my body to burn it, but I'm without love, it will do me no good whatever. Love is always patient and kind. It's never jealous. Love is never boastful or conceited. It's never rude or selfish. It doesn't take offence and is not resentful. Love takes no pleasure in other people's sins, but delights in the truth. It's always ready to excuse, to trust, to hope, and to endure whatever comes. Love does not come to an end. The word of the Lord. Please stand. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. And Jesus said to his disciples, Do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God still, and trust in me. There are many rooms in my Father's house. If there were not, I should have told you. I am going now to prepare a place for you. And after I have gone and prepared your place, I shall return to take you with me so that where I am, you may be too. You know the way to the place where I am going. And Thomas said, Lord, we do not know where you are going, so how can we know the way? And Jesus said, I am the way, the truth and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. The Gospel of the Lord. Amen. 
Kvistet. In my own mind's eye, I can see both Maureen and Owen at church here over the years. They always sat in the back seats, the very back seats, at the far end of the outer corner there, nearest the door. It was from there that Owen would pass keep, welcome parishioners, take up the collection, and generally look after the congregation at Mass. Today, instead, we bring Owen here to the front of the church to rest nearest the altar. He is not on duty any longer, but the graces and the blessings of the Mass are offered for him on the day of his funeral. He's here at the front, near the altar, nearest Christ present in the mystery of the Eucharist. Over a lifetime, as you know, Owen attended Mass, but this Mass for him is special. It's his own funeral Mass offered at the end of his life. Many times, over a whole lifetime, he attended Mass here in this church that he held a deep affection for, and I'm sure that he couldn't think of a better place for his funeral Mass to be said here in this place. On many occasions, he expressed to me a deep affection that he had for this parish and this church. I want to say to you today, he was an exemplary Catholic over the years and was a great help to many of the priests who have served here. I want in a personal way to express uh, my own thanks to him and the great affection and esteem that I had for him. This Mass, though, would not be complete without me mentioning Canon Murray, who both Owen and his family had a great love and devotion to, which never diminished as the years passed by. Some of the Canon's vestments, as you will know, are still in possession and the safekeeping of this family. A stole of the Canon's was near Owen in his final days and hours. At Mass today, we hear mention in all of those readings the word love. And St. Paul, in that reading that we listen to, encourages us to love one another and says love is a thing that remains and never passes away. Those words seem very poignant and very true to us today. When everything passes away, love remains. And of course, maybe that's in your mind today. Your love for own will always remain. It won't diminish. You'll never stop caring for him, never stop missing him, and never stop loving him. Love remains. It doesn't die, just as St. Paul says. St. John also, in the reading of Mass, advises us to love one another. And he says, God's not far from us if we love each other. And of course, the mystery of love is the mystery of God himself, who is love. A simple truth that we try to live by in our daily lives, that to love one another is to find God in a special way. 
The Gospel of today's Mass speaks of the infinite and unchanging love of God. God wants us to be with him always, not separated from us and not cut off from us, not distant from us, but he wishes to be us to be in his home at the end, a home in which uh, everything is there, the door is opened, the table set, our place is there for us, the door springs op- swings open and we are welcome. Just a few words about Owen's life. He was born in the village of Hallside in 1942. His father, Ben, and his mother, Isabella. He was the first boy to be born. He had three older sisters, Teresa, Annie, and Monica. Two brothers and a sister younger, Margaret and Gerard and Bernard. It said that his father, when he was born, bounced him in his knee and sang Sonny Boy. So pleased was he to have a son. He was baptised at St. Charles's Newton, attended St. Bride's School. The family moved to Caledonia Circuit from Hallside Village. His father worked as a miner, and I suppose there wasn't a lot of money, especially in bringing up a big family. But it was a very loving family in which he was brought up, and in which faith was very important to them all. Christmas and birthday presents were very often simple and homemade. A funny story illustrates how short the family were in those days. Owen, at social dancing in the school, was wearing his grand's boots. The only problem, apart from wearing the grand's boots, was the holes in them as well, causing his feet to stick to the ground as he whizzed round the dance floor. I can only think that it wasn't a very good look for a young man wearing his grand's boots that had holes in them. Owen took a job as a delivery boy uh, as a young man for the local butchers, which involved a bicycle too. The only problem was that he couldn't ride the bicycle and had to walk around the route with it. The job itself, I believe, was short-lived. I'm not sure whether he took too long in getting around the route itself uh, or whether simply... Uh, he didn't really like with the bicycle itself and of course maybe gave it up for that reason he was fairly small I believe in his uh, younger days and for his first job the formidable Annie uh, took him to the rope works I'm fairly sure that he got the job because of Annie for who could have said no to Annie it would have been a brave man that would have done that he always liked to believe uh, music and would borrow Margaret and Benny's uh, record player, but the favour itself wasn't re- reciprocal. They weren't allowed to play his records in return. He liked dancing very much and uh, would often go with Margaret's sister, often as a kind of chaperone, I think, for her, to cast an eye over any of her suitors. Jim, his future brother-in-law, wondered who this big man was that kept following Margaret around about. I know that he married yourself, Maureen, in 1968, uh, and you yourself were from Burnside, and that you both met 
in the Olympia Dance Hall in East Kilbride. They'd have a long marriage together. Um, my caught in the house uh, over a number of days. That lovely picture of yourselves as a young couple. Uh, and a slight distance from that, a picture of you both in later life. Still together, still so much in love. And it's a great testimony to your love, to your life together, and to your marriage together. In married life, I know that you lived in Dumarnock and Whitleburn, and of course, for many years at your present home at Eastfield. Owen was delighted to be a father to Mary and Pamela and Dorothea. He loved his girls very much and was very proud of them. Delighted to see them grow up and each in turn do well in life. They were the apple of his eye. He was a good father, kind, thoughtful and caring. The girls, I know, love him very much. We're glad also to welcome Stephen and Colin and Paul to the family too. But all of these had to move over, of course, when those grandchildren arrived in the scene, Sophie, Kai, Josh and Jaina. Both himself and Maureen love their grandchildren very much and have enjoyed watching them grow up. I know that the grandchildren too love their grandparents very much and will miss their grandfather very much indeed. I'm sure that they will always remember his kindness and care for them. He had a lot of interests, was good at darts, winning prizes over the years, played alongside his brother Bernard, liked the odd bet now and again, and always waiting for that big win, which never really came. Both himself and Margaret and Jim liked to socialise together. Owen particularly liked the Columbia Club and the Greenfield Social Club. Owen, of course, was himself a knight of Columbia for many years and had a very serious commitment to it and very proud to be a member of it as well. His fellow knights, I believe, will be outside later on to give him a guard of honour as he leaves this church. In nature, and I'm sure I don't have to tell you this, he was a very nice man indeed, gentle and kind and thoughtful. And everyone who speaks of him speaks of him in these terms. He was quietly impressive in many ways, a nice, gentle and kind person. I think... And I kind of know this because he mentioned it to me on a number of occasions that he felt very blessed in many ways. The family that he'd come from, the long and happy marriage that he'd had to Maureen, the love and care that, he had, that they had for each other. He felt blessed too in his daughters and grandchildren as well. He was very content in life happy with the blessings that he'd received from God. The only thing that might have pleased him if he could have had it was that big win in the Irish that never came. But there's more to life than winning the lottery. 
there are greater prizes to be won and greater blessings to receive in life. And of course, he received them. Today, we are sad at the parting of Owen, but we too feel ourselves blessed by this man who has passed through our lives. And we have our faith to guide us through the sadness of these days. May God grant him peace at the end. May God reward him abundantly for his goodness. May God's face shine upon him. May he know peace. May God bless you, Owen, today and always. May God bless you. sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. As we humbly present to you these offerings, O Lord, for the salvation of your servant Owen, we beseech your mercy that he who did not doubt your son to be a loving saviour may find in him a most merciful judge, through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. In him you have been pleased to renew all things, giving us all a share in his fullness. For though he was in the form of God, he emptied himself and by the blood of his cross brought peace to all creation. Therefore, he, is, he has been exalted above all things, and to all who obey him has become the source of eternal salvation. And so with angels, archangels, thrones and dominions, hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory as without end we acclaim. Holy, 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 holy Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them what you do fall, 
so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples saying, take this all of you and eat of it, for this is my body which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more, giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you've held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world. Bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember Owen, whom you've called from this world to yourself. Grant that, we, grant that he, uh, he who is united with your son in a death like his may also be one with him in his resurrection. And remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, her spouse, the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be coerced to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him. O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours forever and ever. Please stand. We pray together in the words that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. Peace of the Lord be with you always. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace.
Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world, blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. Just to say to you with regard to Holy Communion, instead of coming forward, if you'd like to receive Holy Communion, then uh, please just stand in your place. Obviously, indicate that you'd like Holy Communion. If you are not able or don't wish to receive Communion, uh, but would like to receive a blessing, then just place your, just stand again and place your hand on your breast. And as I'm passing by, I'll give you that blessing. And if you don't want to receive Holy Communion or a blessing, then just remain uh, seated in the place where you are. We'll invite you to stand.
Lord God, whose Son left us in the sacrament of his body, food for the journey, mercifully grant us strengthened by it, own may come to the eternal table of Christ, who lives and reigns forever and ever.
Hold my hand and guide me 